Hello, my friend. This is Heather. This is the Back to Me podcast, and I'm super excited. Today is a celebrity chat with Dr. Elizabeth Davidson, and we are talking about how you can do things to take charge of your own health. And it's not as hard as you think. And she supports people along the way. And oh my gosh, I learned some really amazing things about how much you can actually already know because you live in your body if you pay attention you can have a conversation with your doctor about what's going on with you and how to help you live your happiest, healthiest life. Have a listen. Let me know what you think. Share, comment, subscribe, send some love out into the world. Take care. I will see you soon. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others, and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. Hello, my friend. How are you? I hope you're having an excellent day. This is Heather. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is the Celebrity Chat Amazing Human Edition, as always, on Fridays. And today's awesome human is Dr. Elizabeth Davidson, and we are going to talk about hmm, taking your health into your own hands, among other things. As you know, I tend to occasionally get distracted. But that's okay. As long as it's something interesting for you and helpful for you, then we are doing our jobs here. And yeah, so hi, Elizabeth, how are you? I'm doing well. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, no worries. It's like, oh, shoot, did the, did, the, did the microphone turn off? But no, it's okay. Um, yeah, so we are going to talk all about health. But first, I'm, I always find it like s s massively interesting to find out how I, you do, I know you do holistic medicine, but how you got into it and, and what kind of drew you into that as well as what you're doing. Sure. Um, well, I started out life really sick. So um, I started having migraines when I was about four and then joint pain when I was seven and skin problems started at 11 and all kinds of gut issues. I took antibiotics a lot as a kid. I had bronchitis all the time. Like I was just sick all the time. Like I would miss 40 days of school a year. Um, it was pretty miserable. And I got, you know, all kinds of prescriptions. And I started recognizing that every time I took one of them, I felt worse. Oh no. <laughs> what? This isn't how it's supposed to be. So when I was 10, I started refusing to take them and started doing things like um, changing my diet. I was doing elimination diets, though I didn't know that that's what they were called at that point. At Even 10, you were doing that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was pretty desperate. I'd already been sick for like all the time that I could remember. and. And I, but I was recognizing too that my health wasn't coming from the things that I was taking, that health was really coming from inside me and it was something that I could build and figure out. So 
so I started playing with that stuff when I was a kid and um, and some things work, some things don't, I don't know. I've just been on that path ever since. It's still kind of the same sort of thing, like trying new things. And, um, you know, I've probably tried every diet you can imagine. And I've tried all kinds of therapies and acupuncture and Chinese medicines and chiropractic and all, all the things. And then, um, you know, wound up getting a doctorate so I could help other people um, with things. And I've really put together put everything I've learned together into something that um, that's designed to help others that have dealt with similar things. And what's cool about it is that those people don't have to try everything and do all the things and get the doctorate and all of that. Like I did all the work. So, um, so you can just like work with me and, and get all of my, all of my knowledge and experience. And right. It's so much easier if someone else has figured out most of, <laughs> most of the, it's cause I joke with my clients as well that, you know, if they come to me with things, I'm like, well, I'll try that and see what happens and I'll let you know. <laughs> it's like, I call myself the experiment of one. Let's see what happens if I do it and I can tell you what I think. But do you find that, um, and I know that I know what the answer is going to be, I think that there isn't a one answer for every person, right? It's almost like each person is that is so different in what they're going to, what will work and what won't work. Or have you seen any similarities between people or? Um, I mean, definitely similarities and definitely differences too. I mean, um, some people respond better to some other things and everyone has some difference, of course, but but I have found some things that are pretty consistent too. Um, like one of the things I do is I read people's blood work from a functional perspective. And you can, I can find so much information in that blood work and then support people in growing healthier from that. And that seems, it's pretty consistent. Like lots of times the things that I find and then the solutions that work for people. Um, and it's you know pretty consistent that if people eat less sugar and exercise more, they feel better. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like it's like that little quote I I have attributed to the Buddha. You know, knowing and not doing is not yet to know. So we know that we should eat less sugar and exercise more, but we don't really know it if we don't do it, right? Yeah, but. I also find that, um, you know, something that I'll tell people, like, because I, I get asked about dietary stuff all mm -hmm. the time. People mm -hmm. always want to know, well, what should I be eating? What shouldn't I be eating? And that is really different for lots of people, though there are some similar things like what I just said. But what I help people to do is, like, try it for a week. See what you notice. Like, try not eating sugar for a week. See what you notice. If you can't do it, that's okay, too. That's something you notice. Um and you can, most people can try anything for a week. And just one of the things that I really want to bring to people is that noticing because, you know, it's, I find it almost amusing when you go to um, the MD like once a year, see the MD for 15 minutes and they tell you so much about yourself and you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, my perspective is that, you know, we all live as individuals, we live in our bodies 24 seven. And so we know them better than anyone else. 
And if you can tune in and notice and trust yourself, right, what you feel and what you think about what's going on, then that goes such a long way toward your feeling, just that recognition. Um, and, and I find that a lot of people get told kind of opposing views from their MDs, and then they're, they learn to not trust themselves. And I think that's one of the worst things you can do for your health is not trust what you know about yourself and what you feel about yourself. So, um, so that, that is another thing that's really consistent over like all my clients is, um, you know, just teaching them to trust their intuition about their health. And it is interesting when you get that, um, disagreement from someone that you see in a position of authority, you, you know, you can say, cause I can remember, I have been to the doctor and said, there is something wrong. He, like, I know there's something not right going on and they'll look and they'll say, no, there's, everything's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I trust, I, I trust my intuition with my body enough to know and to pursue it further. But some people don't feel that and they're just like, oh, I must be imagining. And, you know, whether that develops into something worse or not, I don't, or just, I mean, ongoing suffering. And I remember there's, um, relative, well, in Canada, he's quite well known, uh, a fitness trainer who had cancer. He had polyps in his sinuses, but his doctor said there was nothing wrong with him, but he kept pushing and pushing saying, no, there's something wrong. And they eventually did find it. But um, yeah, so I guess for for someone who knows, I guess is a suggestion to get an, another opinion or to try something different? Or, I mean, sometimes you just feel like you don't have the tools to figure it out. Yeah, well, what I tell people is if, if you're learning something about your health, like if your doctor's telling you something or something doesn't feel right, then it's not right. So get another opinion. Like you can always get another opinion. And that's one of the things that I love to do for people is give another opinion, um, you know, from a different perspective and um, whomever you can find that you trust um, <laughs> to do that is really good. But get as many opinions as you need to feel like, you know everything you need to know and to feel like solid and comfortable in whatever is going on to feel like it, it feels right you know and and don't spend all your time with dr google right because no, dr google tells you all the worst possible things yeah. <laughs> i've experienced it so it's like oh my god i have cancer no you don't you have gastritis <laughs> right Yes, I do. Well, one of the things that I do for my clients is that I'm always on call for them. Like they all have my uh, my phone number, and whenever wow. question or well, what I've found for myself and my clients over the past 16 years that I've been practicing is that you know, especially when you're chronically ill and you're trying to make big shifts in your life, that you need support. And yeah, I, I've had so many people who are like yeah, this was going on in my blood work and I was trying to do this, but then I had this symptom from the medication. And so I tried to get in touch with my doctor and they didn't get back to me for four months. Yeah, was I've I seen that. The medication, like, I don't know, what was I supposed to do? 
and I just, I really want people to feel supported and taken care of. So, um, so that's one of the big differences with me is that people get as much support as they can handle. And that's amazing because it is, you know, you don't know sometimes. I remember I had a client who was having a reaction to medication and her doctor said it wasn't and she couldn't get in to see her doctor. So she researched the medication herself. She said, no, it is the medication. So it's like, damn it. Um, I want to go back a little bit because how is the blood work different than the, I mean, standard blood work that people get? Is it like magic? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What, I, I, mean, I mean, the blood work? <laughs> go ahead. The blood work itself isn't different. Like most of the time I'm just reading whatever other people, whatever people have from their MD. Most of the time that's totally fine, but I read it in a different way. So when you look at the so-called normal values, um, where do they get those values? Well, they get them from all kinds of people that came in and may or may not be healthy. And they're probably mostly men because most medical testing is done on men. And right. so like, and, and the, the ranges are so broad and like, I know the, the vitamin D range to the normal is what, 25 to a hundred, but most That's people, feel, yeah, yeah. Right. Most people don't feel good until they're above 80, but they're told they're normal if they're at 25. And, and vitamin D, you, know, you need it to have all your cells work. And you can't have an immune system or like a positive attitude if you don't have enough vitamin D. Right. And, and so if, if your vitamin D is at 25 and you're told you're normal, then what? So the ranges I look at, that's part of what I look at is the ranges, but I look at functional ranges. And so those are a bit tighter than the, um, than the normal ranges that you would get from a medical perspective. Um, so I feel like I get more information there, but the key really is that I look at the relationships between the numbers. Okay. And um, yeah, which doesn't happen in normal, normal blood work reading, but um that's where I can really dig deep and find what's going on. And so much of it is in the most simple part of the blood work, which is just the, the CBC, the complete blood count, not the Canadian broadcasting. <laughs> right. Oh, she knows Canadian broadcasting. <laughs> uh, I grew up on the border. <laughs> right. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I could walk to Canada as a kid. <laughs> yes. That's cool. That's radio stations come yeah um so i get so much information for from that which um most when i look at that people have never even heard of the things that i'm finding just in that and i can figure out if there are infections going on and what types of infections from looking at the percentages of the different types of white blood cells well and and so a lot of the time they don't even ask for the differential. So the differential is when it splits the white blood cells into all their different types and the red blood cells. And I can get so much information from that. And sometimes it's not even included. Really? That's where everything is. <laughs> That's where the good stuff is. So I can figure out from the complete blood count if people are um, 
able to methylate their B vitamins. I can figure out if they are iron deficient. I can figure out if they have a bacterial infection or a viral infection, or if they have parasites or a fungal infection. What else can I find from that? There's so much, so much in that. Wow. Yeah, that's not something you get when you go to the doctor, like a, a your GP. I mean, no. I can remember one year because I was seeing a naturopath and my GP at the same time. And my GP, I had my annual physical and my GP said, yeah, everything's great. But I had my blood work sent to my naturopath and my blood work said, your iron is dropping. We need, I'm like, what? My GP said I was great. He said, no, it's dropping. We need to get you back up on the iron. I'm like, whoa. But I was, like you said, I was in the correct range for my GP's purposes, but I wasn't in a great range for my health, really. Yeah. But that's amazing how much you can tell from blood. And mm -hmm. it makes sense to me, but at the same time, I'm just like in awe of all the things we can figure out. And I guess if you're looking at blood work and helping people, you don't even need to have them come into an office these days. No, I don't. I, I work mostly virtually now. Um, I mean, if people are local, I certainly enjoy seeing them in person, but um, I can find out so much from a case history and blood work. And, um, and then sometimes, like you were saying, your naturopath found your iron was dropping. Like I can look at years of blood work and see patterns in that too. And um, really dive deep into their health that way. And then I check in re regularly too when someone like, signs up and does a program with me, I check in and so really. And what is, is your program like an educational program as well or is it all just kind of um, analysis and one on, do you do groups or do you do one on one? Um, so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely do the, the one on one. Um, I enjoy that a lot and um, you get your individual blood work reading and protocol set up and check-ins with me. But I also have an online program where people can learn to do it for themselves. Cool. So they can learn to look for what they want to, to learn in their blood work and um, how to address that and how to fix the problems and then how to maintain it. So it's uh, discover, reset, and maintain. And I guess if they, yeah. they're doing that and they run into problems, they can just always do a consult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the online program also comes with the same level of support, but you learn how to do it, which is cool because, I mean, it doesn't set you up necessarily to be like a practitioner. You know, it's a lot better to do that if you have a doctorate, but... But you could look at your family's blood work and get an idea of what's going on for them and then have a consult with me to confirm and, you know, move on to like a protocol to get well. So. Do you find that there's a lot of people suffering from um, like subclinical infections that they're not aware of? Is that is that a yep. normal thing going on in the world? Yes. Or your world, I guess. Not Maybe not the whole world. Um. <laughs> Pretty much everyone, especially people who have chronic illness and autoimmune disorders. Oh. A lot of the autoimmune disorders, it's not just a bacterial infection. It's bacterial on top of viral, on top of parasitic. And Whoa. it all goes up in the blood work. Yeah. 
And of course, me being like the, how do I not get all these things? <laughs> but is it just part of life that these things happen and we just have the technology now to know? Or, I mean, maybe you know, you don't if, know the answer. I don't know. Is it if you, well, if you've ever done anything that weakened your immune system, that opens you up for a chronic infection. So, what weakens your immune system? Life. Well, life. <laughs> Antibiotics, um, right? Sugar, um, n not moving your body enough, um, sitting too much, <laughs> um, breathing polluted air. <sighs> so like, it is life, basically. Isolation, the isolation of the past few years, right? I've, um, certainly seen an uptick in autoimmune stuff because that's a, a huge uh, has a huge effect on your immune system. So just physically being isolated affects your immune system. Well, or immune is it the lack of interaction? Yeah, the lack of interaction. Like, I mean, if, if you don't use your biceps, they're going to get weak, right? Right. <laughs> the same with your immune system. If you don't use it, it's like, oh, I can take a break. I, I don't need to be strong. You don't need me anymore. So, oh. Uh, so you need to use it. And part of the... The way we use it normally is by interacting with people who have stuff. <laughs> yeah, who have stuff, or even if they don't, you're interacting with their biome, you know, all the bacteria and viruses and everything that they're carrying around, whether they're harmful or not, you're interacting with that. Wow. Anytime you touch someone or breathe near someone or hug them, and that's all information that your body takes in and your immune system reacts to and grows from. So that's all strengthening your immune system. Which makes a lot of sense um, because, you know, what, three years into COVID and um, this last winter when people started to go indoors again. And I don't I mean, here we had had restrictions up until, you know, the spring of 2022. So people finally started to interact and act in quotation marks, normal again, people got so sick this winter, just like the, all the colds and viruses that were waiting, lying in wait, all exploded onto the scene. So many people were sick for like for a month at a time because as soon as they got over something, something else would come because the kids were back in the classrooms and kids are Petri dishes. <laughs> so it's like so many people are getting sick. And I guess that's a byproduct in part of that lack of, you know, our immune system lifting weights. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So not only is it bad for you mentally, but it's bad for your immune system to be isolated. Well, and it's an isolation on an emotional and mental level is also bad for your overall well-being and your immune system and stuff too. But then on the physical biome level it is uh it's bad yes wow and do you um do you so i i was it's interesting about the sugar i spoke with a woman who does uh gut health so she's specific like a, a nutrition type person and she told the story about when she went to get off sugar and i don't know if you've had any people could who could completely cook kick sugar but she says six weeks into taking herself off sugar her sister found her in the pantry weeping <laughs> because of the sugar withdrawal 
and it's a it's a hard one to get off of because it's so prevalent in everything even though we know all of the we're we know more than we did before all of the things that it's doing to us um is there a way to help support people in getting off of sugar or yeah um has anybody is. done it <laughs> <laughs> my daughter doesn't eat sugar at all did she ever she did when she was younger but she doesn't anymore she's 14 and she wow she's my hero <laughs> it's pretty amazing um so one a, a big part of my like introductory protocol is often a gut reset um where i use supplements to clear out any of the junky bacteria yeast viruses parasites any of that stuff and then reset the gut with healthy stuff with a prebiotic and a probiotic and all of that um so that people's guts can function again and so much of that sugar craving comes from like yucky bacteria and stuff in your gut so that can help a lot but of course there's also like the kind of mental emotional addiction to the sugar too which is trickier um but that that thing that i do where like try it for a week see what right. you notice and then if people can manage to not eat sugar for a week and then they do eat it often they notice that they feel terrible when they eat it right so that helps a lot to to recognize how it makes you feel because you can't recognize how it makes you feel if you're eating it every day right but if you can go without it for a week or longer if you can manage it and then you put it back into your body and see how you feel you're like oh that is not good and um so that that helps for sure does honey count as sugar I mean, you can be you can be brutally honest. I can take it. <laughs> I I love honey. I know me too. I think honey has so many beneficial things in it too. I mean, I wouldn't try to like as much sugar as people eat. Like, don't eat that much honey. But if, <laughs> right. if you really can't get past a sugar craving, yeah, have a spoonful of honey. It's going to be a lot better just because it's. It's a much more whole food and it has, you know, the bees put so much magic into that. So, right. Um, yeah. And, you know, maple syrup, same sort of thing. If you need a teaspoon of maple syrup here and there, like I wouldn't drench your, well, I wouldn't eat pancakes anyway, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't drench stuff in it. But maple syrup also has, you know, lots of minerals in it and all the good stuff from the trees. And, and I live in Vermont. So, um, you get good maple syrup. Yeah, my daughter right? makes it. So. Oh my God. Your daughter's my hero twice over. Oh, if you knew everything about her, she'd be your hero like a hundred times over. She's okay. amazing. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and the thing about pancakes. So there's, I mean, it's been it's become quite um, popular to be gluten intolerant and not to say that people aren't, but um, do you... And I know people who are celiac, so it's like there is a difference between celiac and just choosing not to eat gluten. But do you, as as part of your protocol, a kind of a gluten elimination? I, I just think of the major contributors like dairy, gluten, sugar. Um, not necessarily. 
Um, I'm more concerned with the gut health. And what I find too is with the gut reset that I do, often people who were gluten intolerant can tolerate gluten again. Wow. And I find that with a lot of food allergies, that the food allergies and sensitivities are really coming from a real, an unhealthy gut. And when you fix the gut, then the allergies or sensitivities go away. Amazing that there's hope for people who love bread. <laughs> but <laughs> I, mean, I don't think bread should be like your main food group. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but also, I believe a lot in pleasure and fun. And if bread really brings you pleasure and you eat it once in a while, and I, I think that's fine. Um, especially there, if you're like good quality, like we get this, um, a friend of mine that I hang, that I have dinner with sometimes, he gets the sourdough bread that's got all locally go grown grains in it. I'm like, right. you know, that, that seems pretty okay. <laughs> that seems pretty okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I know it's like, you can't, it's like, there's a trade-off between being 100% absolutely perfect in everything you do and miserable <laughs> and, yeah. and, but doing everything that's not good for you and being sick somewhere in the center. There is your happy medium of have some fun, have some enjoyment, not be sick all the time, feel energized, feel happy. Do you find it also helps the gut reset helps um, people's brains function better? Oh, hugely. Yes. Yeah. Brain fog goes away. Lots of times anxiety and depression go away. Wow. Um, yeah. It's, it's a big thing for sure. Amazing. Yeah. I have uh, anecdotal from people who have cut out various things and said that suddenly they were smarter. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, you were smart the whole time. <laughs> right. And what is, so your, um, is, is it a self-study? Is that what you call it? No. What's it called? I have the online program. The online program. Yeah. And it's on your website. It is. And is it, um, what is your website again? Just, we're going to put it in the show notes, but for people who are listening. It's DrElizabethDavidson.com. D-R, not doctor spelled out. D-R, and there's no dots or underlines and all that. Oh. Beautiful. And so are you restricted by geographics or can you help people um, anywhere on the planet? I can help people anywhere. That's awesome. That's awesome because I know there would be people, there's people who listen in different parts of the world. And if they are super curious and they just want to feel awesome, yeah. then it would be awesome if the, if you could help them feel better. And, you know, I like, I just got a whole whack of blood work done not too long ago. Um, I'm like super curious now to go and figure it out. <laughs> I love learning new things. Oh my God. It's so amazing. I didn't know how much you could figure out from blood work. Oh, so much. So much stuff. It's super exciting. Yeah. So yes, my friends, I'm going to always encourage you to find Dr. Elizabeth and, uh, cause I want everybody to feel good and feel better and be the best selves in the world. But before we do anything else, I'm going to ask Dr. Elizabeth if she has a final several words of wisdom for people. Oh, which words oh. of wisdom? <laughs> as many as you want. <laughs> I mean, one, it's easier to stay well than to get well. 
That's so true. So, you know, it's one thing that I've done with my daughter is really just been growing her health since I was pregnant with her so that she could stay well. And I love helping people get well and then stay there. That's so huge for me. And I don't really want people to have to keep, you know, taking supplements or medications or whatever for a long time. I want to address the problem and get them well. So that's one thing. And then rec a recommendation that I have for people is to take some time for yourself every day. Like, even if it's only 10 minutes, guard that 10 minutes and, you know, make sure your kids and your spouse and your dog and whoever needs to know knows that that 10 minutes is just for you. Don't be scrolling on your phone and don't be like doing a chore or uh, checking off your list, but take that time to be with yourself, reflect on how you're feeling, what you need in the moment, um, all of that. And just checking in with yourself like that every day can go a long way. And really trusting what you find because trusting, you know, we're all intuitive, whether we think we are or not. But if you've ever had a gut feeling, that's intuition. Um, if you've ever just felt like something's right or something's not right, that's intuition. And we are all intuitive. We all have that. And it's something that you can, you can grow. And, um, but when you recognize that you have intuition as a, as a superpower that we all have, I think you can really go a lot deeper into your health and, um, and who you really are and and having that and just having confidence in what you know about you so that's really important to recognize that's awesome that's some awesome wisdom going on there <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming and hanging out and sharing all of this this information like my mind is just got so many so I'm just like super excited about all the things that can happen when cool. we're healthy and well right I, and I mean I am on a continual journey to make sure that I stay healthy mm -hmm. um, because it did take me a while to get healthy so I totally think that's awesome thank you so much thank you thank you thank you and um, you stay well yes. and my friends out in podcast land you stay well check out Dr. Elizabeth's website. Go and check out the online thing. Hey, pull out your blood work. Who knows? You might learn something that'll just blow your mind. That'll be so cool. And of course, always have, give us a comment. Let us know how you're doing and share it with someone who needs the information, right? We gotta, we gotta like share things out into the world that are helpful. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have an amazing day, my friends. See you next time. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help you can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com if you want more of this awesome content you can follow me on instagram heather stewart coaching you can follow me on facebook prosperity flow coaching 
and I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one, (laughs) if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day and I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.